It's an Arizona Coyotes game day. Game number 82 of 82. They face off against the Nashville Predators. We talk with Nashville Predators, the locked on Predators of this episode. So be sure to stay locked in. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes. I am your host, Robin Leonio. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are 100% free and available on all platforms. As you can tell, Carl Pavlak is off today, so I decided to bring in another guest from Locked On Predators, Ann Kimball, from joining us. Ann, thanks for joining us on this episode as we get ready for the final game of the season. It seems so strange that we're at 82. It feels like we just started in some ways, and in other ways, it's like this season has been dog years. Uh, I mean, for the years, I'm like, I just assume it's felt this season felt forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my God, like it's unbelievable. Um, but it's also interesting because we're getting to the point where, like, you know, I'm, you know, we're. The Coyotes are going to be playing one last one last home game in their own home arena. We're going to get to that, you know, in a little bit. But let's. I wanted to take a you know a preview first into the Nashville Predators because uh, obviously they played each other a few times already. But yep, um, we haven't had a crossover. I mean, I I, know. I think which I had to think about. I'm like, have I met the Predators host yet? I'm like, no, I don't think I have. I know we're going to have to get but next season. We're going to nail it down. Oh, we will get it, absolutely. Especially, you know, this was the first year the Arizona Coyotes were in the Central Division, so, like, there are still some kinks to work moving into a new division, but we'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it full force as That's <laughs> next right. season. That's right. But let's, let's, let's get things off first. first. First and foremost, as of this week, Nashville Predators uh, playoff bound. What did it take for the Nashville Predators to get to this point? Uh, how are you liking this team as they get ready for the postseason? This team going into the season, expectations were actually relatively low for this team. Even the general manager referred to it as a competitive rebuild. So expectations across the league and even here in Nashville were relatively low. So the way the season's turned out has been delightful for the most part. The goal was to make it into the playoffs. The Predators have done that. So they have met those expectations or kind of met that benchmark. But we've also had some record setting uh, season for several of our players. So it's been an exciting year to watch. It's also been a little bit frustrating because you would get a taste of potential and then they just couldn't quite keep it going. So consistency maybe has been an issue this season for the Predators. I can feel that consistency <laughs> has oh, it has plagued teams, um, ours included, and it is absolutely crazy. But uh, I do know that I, I believe at, at this point there was, you know, there was still that kind of like, you know, like back and forth first wild card or second wild card, depending yes. on what happens with the Predators and also what, what happens with the Dallas Stars. Do you have a preference on who you face <laughs> in the first round? 
Uh, we do. I think if you asked anybody in Nashville, they would really prefer to see the Calgary Flames. Uh, the Predators and Flames just played recently. Very heated game, so I think it would make for just some good hockey viewing. But facing the Colorado Avalanche just seems a little daunting and not something that necessarily the Predators want to have to do right starting into the postseason. And everything has sort of changed in the last couple of days because in that Calgary game, UC Saros went down with an injury. And so our goaltender, who's had a great year, all of a sudden is questionable for the postseason. So I think we want to avoid Colorado if possible. But Calgary also is not nothing. So that series, you know, no matter who the Predators end up facing, it's going to be a challenge for this team. You know, I was actually going to ask about the goaltending situation because I did yeah. see the news about UC Soros um, and seeing how that, you know, how that works for the rest. Uh, is there is there any confidence in David Riddick or is it? <laughs> um, well, not as much as maybe you would want to have in your backup goaltender going into the playoffs. And I say that with love because David Riddick as a person is much loved here in Nashville. But as far as being in net, he hasn't had a lot of starts. I'm not sure that he has played as well as he would like to have played. And so what they've done right now is – uh, Riddick got the start against Colorado and against Arizona. You all will be facing Connor Ingram, who they recalled from the Milwaukee Admirals. So I'm not 100% sure that that we will only see Riddick in the postseason. There is a chance that young Connor Ingram may get some time in the postseason, but it's also up in the air and it's really sort of taken any wind out of the sails of Predators fans who were so excited about the postseason, but it's been really hard to get excited because with UC Saros out, he's really won a, a number of games for us. And I don't know, I don't know how this is going to look without him. I know, I know that feeling, but like a goaltender really can make a difference, right? And like I, yes. Uh, and I talked about that last year, you know, for the you know the Arizona Coyotes because they had a trifecta, but all three would get injured, and it's just like, oh, come on! God. It just got it got so it got so frustrating. Um, so I can completely understand when you have a top person especially out. Yeah. Um, a couple other things too. Um, a player that was a former Coyote for a couple years. Uh, we want to give a check in on him because we always talk about former Coyotes players mm-hmm. and always playing super well against the Coyotes when they, when they <laughs> face each other. Nick Cousins, how has he looked this year? Nick Cousins is one of those players that has filled in everywhere. He's kind of an accordion player. You can plug him in almost anywhere in the lineup and you know he's going to be active. He's going to contribute something. Statistically speaking, probably not uh, as good as he would have liked to be. He has shifted a lot through the lineup um, and maybe not seen the minutes that he would like to see. But Nick Cousins is one of those players that is just reliable. He is solid. Head coach John Hines has only positive things to say about what Cousins brings to the lineup. He's very tough. He's reliable. He's responsible with the puck. And so, you know, he's sort of one of those uh, backbone players that maybe you don't talk about a lot, but you need him in the lineup. So he's doing, we're taking pretty good care of him. That's great to hear. I mean, it's been a few years since he's been on, but I always like tracking former Coyotes because it, you know, there's, 
there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of story a lot of other players who have gone go on to do pretty well with other teams so i'm glad to hear yeah. all that anyways though arizona coyotes and nashville predators they face off tonight at 7 30 p.m at Healy river arena final game at Healy river arena for the arizona coyotes we're going to get to more on that in just a sec but first i'm going to go to turn to Anne for a couple words from our friends so today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Now summer is coming and with summer, you're going to be on the go and you're going to need some food for on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. You can throw them in your bag, toss them in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so that you're fueled for your summer adventures. And the best part about Built Bars is that they are healthy and delicious. There is no more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you get both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and you will enjoy it. You're think, you will think you're eating a treat. And they have Built Bar Puffs. These things are incredible. They come in crazy flavor, flavors like banana cream pie, cinnamon churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they only have 140 calories. And if that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try a mixed box. The mixed box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone. And my favorite flavor is Cherry Barcia. Now, I will say we've had fights in our house over the churro, so it's not nothing either. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 net carbs, and packed with 17 grams of protein. If you compare that to a candy bar, the candy bar usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, so many more flavors. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. So check them out at Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So let's continue this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Robin Leano and Ann Kimmel of Locked On Predators on this episode as we get ready. Countdown to the Arizona Coyotes versus Nashville Predators game 82 of 82. I'm now going to turn the mic over to Ann as she's, she's going to ask me some questions about the Arizona Coyotes. So one of the things that we do on Locked On Predators after a game is we talk about what's our one word. But I want to ask you kind of what's one word that you would use to summarize the Arizona Coyote season this year? Oh, you can God. swear if you need to. <laughs> oh, I'll just say chaos. Yeah. Because yeah. I, it, this team... And I mentioned the inconsistencies. We talked about consistency problems before. I said, yeah, yeah. consistency is huge. And they start off with an 11-game losing streak, and then they go on to you know, win a couple games and whatever, steal some games. You have you know, a goaltender in Karel Melka who will go ahead and you know, get 45 save games and, and sometimes even a shutout on those. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> they, go, they, go, they go and you know, come back in the third period on three goal deficits that they did twice in just the last week 
It's like, what? Yes. <laughs> like this team just doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's frustrating. It's almost easier if you know what to expect and they deliver on that every time. Yeah. What has been the, the area that you have seen the most growth in this team or something where you feel like they have gained consistency and confidence in over the course of this season? Um, well, it's hard to really put consistency and confidence in, you know, in the same sentence with Arizona Coyotes because this is a completely rebuilding team, a completely new team, new yeah. coach, new, um, second year GM. So it's a hundred percent new. Uh, and this team is so young. They had in injuries plagued them and everything. So it's really hard to put that into place, but this team has learned how to grow into that system relatively fast. Mm -hmm. You know, the first month of the of the season it was absolutely terrible it just looked like this team had absolutely no experience together whatsoever and they finally grew with each other they finally understood each other the talent's still not there so that's why they kept losing games mm -hmm. but they you know they know the system better and they and we're able to identify it as that okay this team is getting physical they know how to compete before we're just like can they compete like okay yeah they can mm -hmm. are they going to win games no but they will lose competing. <laughs> that matters though. That matters. Yeah. Absolutely. So where do you see them going in the off season? What, what are they going to address in this off season that you think will make a difference going forward next year? Well, they got to, um, they're going to keep bolstering up. They don't have like, they have a lot of pending free agents. So they're going to find uh, who, who deserves to stay uh, based off of t players that played well this year as well as take a look at the the draft coming up. I mean, they're going to have a, a a guaranteed top five pick in the upcoming draft. They have three picks in the first round wow. in this next year draft. So they they in this deep draft they will choose yeah. and they will choose right. I believe. And, you know, Bill Armstrong has so far done a great job in in uh, in drafting as he did last year, and I think. We'll see more of that. Now they're they're going to bolster up the offense. I think they need a they need more centers. I've been joking around the Coyotes that they don't really have a true first line center. When Nick Schmoltz mm -hmm. is your first line center most of the time, that's a problem. So um, they're gonna they're gonna work on that. Yeah. Okay. So there was one player that Nick and I at Locked On Predators had our eye on. We were really pulling for the Predators to work something out before the trade deadline, and it didn't happen. We're still disappointed. Talk to me a little bit about Phil Kessel and his season with the Arizona Coyotes, because I'm telling you, we still have just regret and remorse that the Predators did not make a move for him. Yeah, I think... The Coyotes were actually hoping to move. Well, I'm not sure they were hoping to move him, but Phil Kessel was hoping to be moved um, yeah. because there's. It's frustrating for a team, a player of his age and at, at his talent level, to you know have a final year of his contract playing for a, you know, a rebuilding team. He doesn't mm -hmm. want. He, we knew he didn't want it, so we were actually paying attention to the trade deadline. Is any team going to put out an offer for him? And we actually think there probably were offers for him, but not at the value the Coyotes were hoping for. So like right. you said, so they were just like, okay, you know, like we understand you want to leave, but we can't, we, we just don't, we just, we just don't see the value in trading you at this time. And yeah, it, it seemed like it frustrated him the first couple of days, but he's played well. Uh, he's played well. Uh, he has not scored a lot this year though he's yeah yeah he's pretty low in the goal scoring which is actually very surprising but that still doesn't mean 
he's not on the score sheet. He's got a lot of a lot more assists this year than um than a lot of the other players. And he's mm-hmm. I mean, he's performing and he's performing well. Um he has I think one goal now, one goal short of four hundred in his career. And Gosh. so he's super close, super, super close. And not only that, is earlier this year with Keith Yandel getting scratch getting scratched, he now holds that really close you know, hoping to stay on that Ironman streak to break the record. If he has a team oh, next wow. year, yeah. you don't know, but if he has a team next year, he's going to try to go for that that record. He's only about 10 games behind. Oh, gosh. We really, I, Nick and I were so high on him in the trade, and when it didn't happen, I have to tell you that we kind of, like, we had a moment of sorrow, and then we wished him well with Arizona, but that's one of the players that we've kind of kept our eye on. And, of course, the big story in Arizona is saying farewell to your arena. What is that like? How is that going over with the fan base and with the team? What is the vibe there? You know, I wish this were the case where, I, where we can uh, go back and look at look at the time of Gila River Arena with a lot of happiness. Mm-hmm. But there's not. I mean, a lot of te- a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of fans, a lot of players, and whatever they will share happy memories, happily share happy memories, but. Unfortunately, uh, the years are also tied in with financial woes in the in the city of Glendale, just not liking the Coyotes for some reason. Um, so there was a lot of fans have a lot of remorse for the city of Glendale. So it, like it almost seems like this tenure is ending in a somewhat bitter end. Unfortunately, oh, I mean gosh. a lot of them are, but and and some of them are happy that they're leaving Glendale. It's like yes, they're finally getting out of there. They can finally go, move on, move on forward. But there are also fans who are like threatening to, you know, give give up their season tickets or just saying they're never going to watch the game again because their temporary venue before their new one gets approved and built is a mm-hmm. five thousand seat college venue. Yeah. So like that, I can understand the frustration, but you know, you got to make do with what you can. This, and it's in Tempe, and I think that's what—that's where they want to be. They want to be in the Coyotes. Fans want to be in the East Valley. They want to be able to watch games there because it's easier to get to and everything. So, like, yeah, fans are just at this point—they're just ready to get out. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. So, if we look at the game tomorrow night, what do you think a key would be, or the keys are for Arizona to get a win over the Nashville Predators? What do Predators fans need to keep their eyes on? Um, I think it's just you know, don't let the um, a, any single goal you know, you ruin your confidence. That's the biggest problem for the Arizona Coyotes because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll have one quick goal, a goal that happens in like, you know, within the first two minutes of a period and it destroys them. Second period, even more so. The second period is what I've ta- called as the Coyotes collapse period because they just mm. collapse in that period. Some, you know, earlier this month against like the Flames, for example, they let six or seven pass in the second period. That game, that final score of the game ended up being like nine to one. Very very poor game for the Coyotes. Um, in games where they don't let that happen, and may, like sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, like the Coyotes will rebound. You know, they'll like they'll mm-hmm. kind of like okay, well, third period they will go out on a tear, like they did in the last few games. They just somehow go and score three, four goals in a single period. It is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. 
And that's a little bit terrifying because Nashville tends to play well against plays better against higher ranked teams and we lose games to teams that on paper don't look like they're going to be very competitive. So I think tomorrow night is going to be a a very interesting matchup for both teams. There's probably, I'm assuming there's going to be some emotion for the Arizona Coyotes as the last game in the arena, Nashville Predators. We're just trying to keep our head above water with UC Soros out. Yeah, I think Arizona Coyotes fans are ready to 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 uh end this on a high note and i'm hoping they i'm hoping they do i'm hoping they do um <laughs> i mean it's the what's the way what, what, what's the term i'm looking well they've like the way they're ending the season already they're just creating chaos in the league so they are they almost yes. gave dallas a scare so yeah, they're they're playing spoiler in a lot of ways, which is fun to watch. Except when it's our team coming yeah. in, then we would like it to just play out the way the numbers show it. <laughs> Absolutely, we still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Though we're going to get to our predictions for the game, wrap things up of this episode. Before we get to that, I want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's playoff, basketball playoffs and the start to the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's now finish things off on this episode by getting into predictions. Once again, Arizona Coyotes versus Nashville Predators at 7.30 p.m. We're going to, uh, it's at Gila River Arena. Once again, the final game at Gila River Arena. Let's get to those predictions. Um, first, let's, uh, we don't have the Lions available, right? We mm-hmm. do not have the Lions available um, because the Nashville Predators at the time of this recording are actually in a, uh, they're, they're, they have a, they have a first game of back to back, so we can't get to yes. that first. But let's let's get to let's, let's get to those final predictions as we get to this game. I'm going to say the the tri- based off the trends, Heidi mm-hmm. is point and a half underdogs. Total points probably roughly six to six and a half points. So combined combined total score between the two around six six points. I'm going to let you think. Where does this game go? You know. If in all so much about the end of this season, these last couple games for Nashville all revolves around missing UC Saros. To, uh, it, in this game, Arizona is going to see Connor Ingram in net. I think it's probably going to be a relatively high offense game. I'm going to say, I'm going to like, if we're calling a score, I'm going to say this is going to be like a 5 3 game. Hopefully, Nashville, but the way things are going right now with Nashville, anything could happen. 5 3, your pick. So, um, so take the points for Nashville and go over. Um, if based off it, that's where roughly mm-hmm. the trends are going to go. Um, it's hard for me to make a prediction on this one because the Arizona Coyotes, the last, like, which version of the Coyotes am I going to see? Am I going to see the Coyotes mm-hmm. at the beginning of April where they lose 9-1 to one to the Flames? Or the team that takes the St. Louis Blues into overtime that beats the Minnesota Wild 5-3 to, uh, to 
three, and that beats the the Dallas Stars in overtime after coming back. Like, which version am I gonna see? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping to see the uh, you know, that ladder, the you know, the Coyotes mm-hmm. that I've seen the last week, like just this last week alone. And I think we're gonna see it again. It's one last game at Hilary River Arena. Yes. Even though the, you know a lot of these fans are excited to leave, they want to go. You know, they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, Coyotes team are going to want to go out in a, in a, you know, on a high note of this arena, go mm-hmm. out with the win, show to the fans that they still care, but there's still a lot to come up in the future. All these players have something to prove. So Karelve Melka is going to be the likely starting goaltender. He has proven he can steal games. Um, uh, lately, because of how the games are going, this one is going to be a game that goes over, um, over the general six points. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my prediction. The the same exact score as yesterday, as the previous game for the Arizona Coyotes over the Dallas Stars. Maybe not over an overtime game, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a 4-3 to three Arizona Coyotes win. Okay. All right. You do have a motion on your side, so we'll, we'll have to see how this pans out. I think it's going to be a really exciting way to end the regular season for both teams for sure. It is going to be, um, and I mean, honestly, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for it. And you know, Arizona Coyotes know that they don't have to worry about uh, draft position anymore. They're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're guaranteed locked 31st out of 32nd. They cannot lock, they cannot go any worse than Montreal. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we're hoping we're we're still hoping to go on that shame for shame sweepstakes, but. Um, but now that is, there's no work in that. It's, it's again, the kind of play spoiler attitude, you know, just kind of yes. see if you can just ruin people. And I'm sorry to, <laughs> I'm sorry to bring that to you, but like, it's just, you know, I'm, I like to say it. Like, I just like chaos. Well, losing tomorrow night will create even more chaos for Nashville. So hopefully Nashville can pull out a win, but honestly, anything could happen absolutely anything can happen but we're going to get things ready wrap the wrap things up on this episode of lockdown coyotes i'm going to allow you to share uh how my listeners can find you guys and your podcast so if they want to know any more about the nashville predators that they can turn to you guys you can find our podcast on twitter it's um at lo underscore predators and you can find me on twitter at ann k underscore mama on ice and that's where you can find them. For us at Locked On Coyotes, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes, on Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. And while me, I am personally at Robin underscore Leano, but it's Robin with the Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. You can interact with us, ask the question you might have, and I can answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. And as a reminder to all the Coyotes fans out there, do not forget to send me your favorite memories of Gila River Arena. I'm going to be sharing them on an episode shortly after the end of the season because I love sharing them. I have already got some great submissions from you guys. Thanks so once again. So LockdownCoyotes at gmail.com. Send them there, and I will go ahead and read them on the air. That's going to be it for today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Hope you guys... Stay safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.